and welcome to the BS Podcast, where we talk the absurd, the ridiculous, and of course, the bullshit. Hi, I'm Dave, and joining me is a fellow connoisseur in bullshit, Mr. Zach. Zach, how are you today, buddy? Dave, I'm good as always, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I'm okay. Um, ever, since uh, I, I realized this, since COVID started, about every three or four weeks, I feel like I'm getting sick. <laughs> And I never quite, I never quite get sick, um, but just kind of feeling generally unwell. And I'm getting, I've gotten that over the last couple of days. Have you experienced that? Yes, yes, I have actually. Um, like on Monday, so I was away this past weekend, and the Monday before, so like a week, about like a week and a half ago, I woke up in the morning with like nasal drip, sore throat, just yeah. feeling like all congested and like shit. And I was like, I need to go like try to nip this in the butt and make sure it's not Corona. <laughs> so like I rushed to the store and got some like Zycam, which if yeah. you haven't used Zycam, it's like the best thing. Um, so I got a bunch of that and like a bunch of like vitamin C, you know, packets that you put in your drink and shit. Um, so you feeling better? I was feeling better. I actually woke up this morning feeling like shit, but I think it's just because <laughs> the weather is starting to get colder. And it was raining over the weekend when I was out and we were, you know, out of the boat and stuff like that. So um, I think it was just being out in the rain and the cold yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know, Zach. That is, a, that is one of the, the health myths that we covered on our YouTube page. Uh, you know, going outside without a jacket, being in the rain, you know, that's not how you get sick, Zach. We're talking about viruses and bacteria, not water and, and cold. So I think I don't want you to be uh, spreading misinformation here for all the viewers. Yeah, I know. I'm going to be one of the assholes <laughs> out there doing it. Well, you know, that's, that's, that's my story. And so sticking to it. <laughs> I'm also going to tell my kids after they eat, they can't get in the swimming pool just because I, I don't feel like watching them. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't. I want to. Yeah. I want to eat my lunch in peace, and I don't have to look after you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just ate. You got. You got at least an hour. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. I'm gonna increase it to two hours when I have a kid. <laughs> two, two hour waiting period. Yeah. Um, I mean, myths. Uh, myths are BS, actually, and that's what we do here. So. You mentioned the weather's cooling. That's right. I forget. I forget. Yeah. You're in Maryland. Here I am. It's cooling Summer. off. It, it, we're like in what I call like a fool's fall where like it's usually this time of year and usually it's when there's a hurricane or a tropical storm like coming up the coast because, you know, we're getting into hurricane season up up in the Atlantic. And um, even if like a hurricane is offshore where we don't get a lot of rain or wind, it still always seems to bring this like kind of cold front with it. Yeah. Um, and like over the weekend, granted, I was in Ocean City, which is, you know, near the water. So it's it's usually a little cooler there. But you know, it was cloudy, rainy, and like high 60s all weekend. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So that is like a breath of fall. And like, you know, pumpkin spice lattes came out today. <laughs> I saw someone on my Facebook timeline saying like, you know, it's the first day of pumpkin spice. I got mine. And, uh, you know, all the it's August now. So all the pumpkin beers are coming out. So it's like, yeah. it's like this breath of fall in Maryland. But like in a week, it's going to be like up in the 90s again, probably. So it's, <laughs> it, that's what always happens. It's like it's, it's fall for a week. Everyone busts out their fall clothes and gets excited. And then like that, we're just kidding. We got another two months of summer, guys. So, <laughs> well, it's going to be Halloween before you know it. And then, uh -huh. uh, and then you know, I might as well put up the Put, might as well put up the Christmas tree next week because yeah, <laughs> be there. but not quite. You know, you said sixty to sixty-five degree weather, mid sixties. I, I don't even. I, I've, I've forgotten here. You know, here in the Tampa area, I've forgotten what sixty sixty. Oh degrees. man, it's lovely. I don't think I've gotten it since I don't know February, March. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so um, 
so we're getting we're getting through summer. The things are moving along here, uh, and yeah, I've got this. So so you have just to go back a bit. So you you get the same thing I've been getting. So every every few weeks you start kind of feeling like crap, and, and then it goes away. Yeah, and but it never turns into anything, or does it? No, never does. So this must be like I want to call this like a COVID side effect or something. There's yeah. just something, you know, you know, if you're not, you're not getting COVID, but you're getting something. There's, it's, Maybe it's, we both have it. We're just not getting the, the full blast of it, like some people are saying. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, and I do wonder if our immune systems are not, aren't quite what they should be with the way, uh, how we've changed all our habits and everything like that. Uh, That's a good point. Yeah, I, I mean, I would think so, right? I mean, people aren't, I don't know. Maybe you just get, you're just more susceptible to things because yeah. you're normal, you know, people, you, you go through, you go through your life with people coughing and sneezing on you on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. And now that we're covered up to everything now, we're going to have a, the worst fucking cold and flu season that we've ever had because we haven't been exposed to anything this year. I know. Right. That's, yeah, I think you're right. You're even, we're not even going to be exposed to things in our own household <laughs> as we'll, as we'll talk about in a few, in a few minutes. That's right. That's very, uh, very apropos. Uh, we've got the BSometer here. We're counting down the top five uh, uh, bulls, bullshittiest stories uh, of the week. We've got uh, face mask, dogs, Jesus potato, gyms, and sex dolls. So a really uh, very diverse. Yes, yeah, <laughs> very diverse. <laughs> and that, that here at Informed American, that, that we are uh, diversity is one of our principles. Um, well, at least in our. At least in our stories. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to get? Are you ready? Did you have any more uh, hyperlocal BS or personal BS uh, that you, did you want to hit on before we get to these stories, or do you want to just dive right in? No, nah, man. Let's dive in. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got a story here from InformedAmerican.com. Uh, <laughs> Zach, I don't want to talk about. <laughs> So I'm going to get so mad about this. Here we go. <laughs> InformedAmerican.com. Wisconsin re- requires state employees to wear masks, even on video conference calls. <laughs> uh, story here. In an email on the last day of July, Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, uh, Preston Cole reminded employees that, uh, uh, that the governor's mask order was going to into effect the next day and went on to instruct all employees that everyone was, must wear a mask at the uh, DNR facility, but then went further. Uh, the quote here, also, wear your masks, even if you're home, to participate in virtual meetings that involves being seen, such as on Zoom or another video conferencing platform uh, by non-DNR staff. Set the safety example, which shows you, as DNR public service employees, care about the safety and health of others. I mean, come safety on, example, Id- idiot example. <laughs> this is, uh, and as uh, there was on, uh, the, the headline on Zero Hedge a couple of days ago was was exactly that peak idiocy. Uh, there's a picture here, uh, which will which will throw up showing. I mean, people actually are wearing masks on their Zoom meetings. This is very very stupid, Zach. <laughs> I, I think I would just you know. Uh, to, uh, turn off my camera and just blame it on tech issues at that point. <laughs> yeah, right? sorry. sorry, I don't know why my video won't won't, won't turn on. Sorry about that. Oh my goodness! Uh, and then the, the, a spokesman here um, uh, told the Kansas City Star, "Quote: By wearing a mask while video conferencing with the general public, we visually remind folks that masking is an important part of navigating the business of natural resources during this tumultuous time." And uh, you know we. Uh, we, we <laughs> 
<laughs> if not, it could be misinterpreted uh, that we're not following the governor's directive. So they want to be putting the example out there to the public. There's no, I mean, just to be clear, right? There's no medical benefit to. <laughs> to no, no, and I, I think that's where the bullshit is. So when you when you really think about this article, you think like, do these idiots really think that like you being at home <laughs> by yourself and wearing a mask is going to stop you from getting COVID? And there was a, there was a quote in the uh, Zero Hedge article that said, "We asked staff to wear masks when on externally facing calls, uh, so that." Um, taken out of context, a screenshot of a staff person or high-ranking department official is not properly attributed, uh, could be misinterpreted to suggest that state employees are not properly following the governor's directive. So basically, like, we live in this culture where people are so worried about being blasted on the internet that they do stupid, <laughs> they do stupid shit like this just so they're not the butt end of, like, a Facebook movement. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a great point. By the way, I, I was I was trying I was attempting to read that last quote uh, and completely butchered it. So thank you for highlighting. It. <laughs> I butchered it too. I, I it's not written very well. Whoever uh, said this quote, <laughs> I was trying to read it word for word so I don't misquote someone. But it was uh... more, more more bullshit on top of bullshit. And yeah. so we've got this. Yeah. So people are so afraid of of yeah like shame culture or whatever that now you have to wear the mask even on the Zoom call, which is, is very 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 stupid. I mean, yeah. We, we, based on all the medical evidence we have, uh, the, the virus cannot transmit over the internet. <laughs> yeah. So like you got, you got like P, the, the director of the DNR or some shit sitting in his home by himself wearing a mask just because he's scared of someone taking a screenshot and putting on a Facebook and like your government's telling you not telling you to wear a mask, but here's the director not wearing one. Like he's in his home. Like, come on. Man. So dumb. Uh, and we saw this a little bit with Fauci, with him not wearing a mask at the baseball game, although that was a slightly different scenario. But he's just sitting there with his wife. I mean, come yeah. on. Uh, now, this is, this is completely different. This is in the privacy of your own home. Now, uh, so this sort of continues here because there's a bit of a companion piece here also from Informed American, uh, what's going on in Illinois. Uh, that uh, So, I mean, this one isn't quite as bad, but it just shows you where we're going with face masks. Is, uh, Illinois governor says you must wear a mask even when outside which I think is stupid, just simply being outside. Look, from the beginning, I was, I was all, I, I, I have been for and still am for face masks, uh, but uh -huh. you have to be reasonable about this. Oh, it, yeah. you know, in restaurants, stores, fine. But uh, in your own home on a Zoom call, that's stupid. Out there in public, when you're out there in the streets or in a park or God knows what, now you got to wear a mask when you're maybe not even near anybody. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think of it? What do you think of everything? It seems like things are getting worse with the masks. Zach. They're getting, they are getting worse. And I think they're at a point where you need to just, uh, especially indoors, it makes sense. You know, outside, um, you, you know, there's situations where you need to, how, how did they enforce that? Who the hell knows? But there was this one comment from, um, that I'm looking at from one of our readers on informedamerican.com yeah. about the, uh, the governor's, the order for the DNR employees to wear their mask inside. This comment comes from Joanna Gleba on informedamerican.com. She says such an ass that is like a man sitting alone in his living room, wearing a condom. <laughs> <laughs> great comment i just wanted to share that from joanna thank you thank you joanna these these kind of gems is what we like to see on informed america <laughs> yes well, well done. but it, yeah but anyway about wearing masks outside like it's one of those things where i get the point but how can you enforce that on a busy street because obviously you don't need it everywhere you know what i mean if i'm in a park and there's no one around me for 10 feet i'm not gonna wear right. my mask if i'm on a public street and i'm packed in like sardines 
I'm probably going to wear my mask just because I feel more, I would feel more comfortable wearing a mask. Right. I don't know how you're going to enforce that unless you enforce it everywhere. So I don't think you can enforce it everywhere. Yeah. Like say you're, you're in line for something outside, right? At a, I don't know, just, I'll call it, just say a taco stand yeah. or whatever. And, and you're kind of packed with a bunch of people, maybe because since you're carrying your mask with you, you might throw it on if you're in really close quarters. But if you're just walking down the street, if you're in a park, for God's sake, if you're at the beach for Christ, yeah. you gotta put on a mask. I mean, this has become like the cult of the mask. Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, people are either check a mask, mask, yeah. mask. <laughs> people are either uh, it, it, it's like a love hate thing. People are either going to be adamantly you have to wear a mask everywhere you go in meetings in your own home now, apparently, or you know it's a it's a, a First Amendment uh, violation. You shouldn't wear you shouldn't have to wear a mask anywhere, even inside. Well, um, I, I think it's what it's what it's going to come down to is people just need to be smart and wear the mask. And if you don't want to wear a mask and there's people around you not wearing them, then you need to leave the situation. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, my wife over the weekend, there was this big event at my church and they were following all the legal guidelines as far as, you know, how many people are allowed in the building, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Everyone inside was wearing a mask. Well, like at the end of the event, they had a bunch of food trucks in the parking lot. So everyone from inside went outside. So everyone took off their masks, except for my wife, because uh, everyone was like still packed into this area oh, outside. See, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So er- even though everyone's outside and people are taking off their face mask, you know, it's still people are still going to catch it if someone's there has it and they're breathing all over everyone, right. right? You're in close distance. So at that point, you know, my wife actually left because she was like, I'm just not comfortable being this close to other people, right? She just took it upon her own self and her own responsibility to say, I'm not comfortable. I'm going to leave. You know, you didn't turn it into yeah. Just didn't turn into this giant political uh, argument about masks versus no masks. Or, Wait, she um, didn't get out her phone and, and live stream on uh, Yeah, on and Facebook start calling and- people. I know. The cops <laughs> did show up. Someone, someone did call the cops really? um, on, on the event. But um, I don't think it was anyone. It was probably someone driving past and saw the people in the parking lot and said, hey, calling the cops on <laughs> these people. That's fun. Now, did you guys do the Trump thing and claim it was a peaceful protest? Because he's been doing that for all of his rallies whenever the press gets on him. So he just says it's a protest. Yeah, because that does seem to be the get out of jail free card. Quite oh, 100%. Actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I've got a face mask here and uh, I'm going to set it. I'm going to set it up as a shrine right here. Uh, so now cause I'm joining the cult of the face mask. So I'm going to pray to that thing when we're done. OK. All right. Perfect. Yeah. It, it has magical power. Um, it's it, not only will it save your life but it, it, it will save humanity uh so <laughs> apparently uh, it's uh, yeah i'm definitely gonna bow down and pray to it later so <laughs> I, i'm convinced now uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know i didn't expect this conversation to go where it went uh are, are you ready are you ready to move on from this one or you got more uh that's all i got i'm ready okay. to now did you pre did you pre-score uh, i pre-scored uh, yeah. everything you did okay. scored everything today so i can't accuse you of, of playing nope. around with i did my homework I'll, I'll go first every time i don't care <laughs> well then I'll, I'll just i'll just i'll just do it i'll do a zach to you so don't yeah. worry uh, all right so what do you got uh eight an eight yeah this is high level this is absolute high level uh i, I i'm at, i'll i'm gonna tie you here i'll go eight and so we got 16 so that that's a, a, an early uh well obviously it's a front runner now but um, yeah. this one's going to be, this one's going to be high. I mean, this is a lot of BS. Absolutely stupid. Uh, with the face masks and, and, and 
I don't know if we, if we touched on it or not, just final words for me is it makes the people who who don't like the mask and don't like the mandates, this kind of thing uh, just only seems to only seems to confirm their, their points of view that people who are into this are nuts and not, and don't seem to be doing anything based on, uh, you know, anything that's reasonable. What do you think? Yeah, what do you mean? Common sense. It's com- it's common sense. If you're in a giant group of people, wear the fucking mask. If you know, if not, then don't wear the mask. It's, <laughs> it's, it's common sense. I don't know why. I don't know why you and I aren't aren't, aren't running things in this country. Uh, we can, <laughs> well, we can the, fix the, well, we should run the B. We'll start the BS party. <laughs> BS political party. Everything is bullshit. That's every, a great every, idea. Yeah, and uh, everything is fake. We could be. We could. Yeah. We could run on the ticket, and uh, we'll start our own political party. Uh, we'll get on the ballot. We'll 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 tour around the country. Yeah. Well, when I told you, I was. Uh, when I was filling out my request for a mail-in ballot, like, yes, I'm doing a mail-in ballot, but it's because I'm not going to be home on voting day. Uh-huh. Um, so that's why I requested my mail-in ballot or absentee ballot. Um, but I, there was a part where I had to pick my political affiliation, and there was so many parties on there that I had not even ever heard of. <laughs> yeah. Like the Bread and Roses party, for instance, yeah. was one so, of them. Like, what the hell is that? that? What is it? Do you know? No, I don't. Apparently, it was started by some philosophy professor at the University of Maryland. Started his own political party so he could run for president. And, uh, oh, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't tell you about their views because I was just like, this looks like bullshit. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm currently an independent, um, so whatever. Uh, I've, I've, changed part, I've, I've changed a little bit here and there, but, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, like, well, it, ma- it matters if you want to vote for uh, – uh, it really only matters if you're going to vote for that party's uh, primary. Well, depending on the so laws. So I, I changed. Yeah. So that's how it is in Maryland too. And I, I actually changed my pol- political affiliation almost every election so that I can vote in the primary. Yeah. Or yeah the, that makes um, sense. Yeah. Like I'm a registered Democrat right now just because I wanted to vote in the, you know, Maryland. The, yeah. Because the Trump. Yeah. I want the Republican primary. There was none. Well, there was, but yeah. <laughs> was it not really uh so okay so we'll we'll explore um <laughs> we'll explore our, our, our bs party let's make a big note of that uh and we'll keep you all informed uh, as as that de- as, as more develops and uh, yeah. if you are interested in uh in, in in parties beyond just democrats and republicans we've inter- or i've interviewed uh two two candidates so far who are running for president uh, howie hawkins of the green party and don blankenship of the constitution party uh, you can find both of those interviews here on our youtube page and uh we'll see maybe about joe jorgensen of the libertarian party she's kind of giving us the cold shoulder though isn't she, she is i i filled out her media request never heard anything all right, I I emailed someone on their team directly, and they said, "Oh, fill out a media request. We would love to do this. We'll get back to you." Never. Uh, so I filled out another media request. Never heard anything. Messaged her uh, campaign on Facebook. Still haven't heard anything. So if you're listening to us, Joe, yeah, uh, you know, we would love to sit down and talk to you. Um, so we will not ask you about your your rabies. Yeah, I mean, we probably we probably would ask her, but you know, I've got, you gotta ask about. It. Well, she was she was apparent. I saw on her Twitter feed she was apparently bitten by a bat, so uh, she may just be under the weather. So. I really hope it was like on the office when Meredith got bit. I really hope <laughs> someone on her campaign like just like went over her head like with a trash bag with the bat. But who knows? Uh, I think we got. I think we have to put that that clip in, Zach. I think we'll be okay with copyright for just. <laughs> I think this is fair use commentary. <laughs>
Anybody hasn't seen this, uh, yeah. So this is an actual clip of Joe Jorgensen's bat encounter. <laughs> well, I hope she's okay. And uh, uh, Joe, <laughs> I'd love to talk to you. <laughs> All right, let's get to story number two, Zach. Uh, BS item number two. Kim Jong-un orders pet dogs to be confiscated in North Korean capital. Oh, man. Uh, North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un ordered pet dogs to be confiscated in the capital, saying that uh, the pooches represent Western decadence, uh, but their owners fear Fido is really headed for someone's dinner table. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> uh, and, uh, story, story continues here. Uh, Kim o- o- issued a, the directive in July to round up the pets, claiming they were part of a tainted trend by bourgeois ideology. Uh, said, according to a South Korean newspaper, ordinary people raise pigs and livestock on their porches, but high-ranking officials and the wealthy own pet dogs, which stoked some resentment uh, among the lower classes, the source said. Authorities have identified households with pet dogs and are forcing them to give them up or co- uh, uh, or for- forcefully confiscating them and putting them down. Zach, come on, man. What, just leave the dogs, leave the poor oh, yeah. pooches alone. Let them be. That, yeah, let them, let them be. So you sent me this article, I think yesterday, maybe two days ago, and that's the first thing I thought about was that is a bullshit excuse. We're, all the dogs are bougie, so we're going to round them all up and, and get rid of them. That's a bullshit excuse. And um, I think today when I was looking more into it, there's more articles coming out about it. Apparently there's a food shortage in Korea yeah. because like all of their rice fields or something got flooded and got ruined. So they're like experienced some crazy like food shortage. So th- that shit's a delicacy over there, man. They love dog meat. Like then it's apparently like a big dish in the summertime. Like they like make this like dog soup or some shit. Like they know exactly what they're doing. So this, yeah, th- this is another one of the stories with multiple layers of BS. And, and now, uh, now of course, in North Korea, I, I think they, I think they're always in some sort of a food shortage or a famine because the way they they run their, uh, the way they run their state and the way they run their economy, uh, it's it's not very good. And apparent, and also, um, when people who escape North Korea make it down to South Korea, they they notice that uh, the people are. Like so, North Koreans and South Koreans are essentially genetically the same, but uh, North Koreans are shorter. They have uh, you know much worse, much worse health outcomes because they just they're they're literally malnourished. Uh, much of the yeah. population is. Um, so they, I guess they tur- they like dogs. They like eating dogs, and then you have sort of the upper classes taking those uh, what could be food. I guess I mean I don't. You shouldn't eat dogs. I'll just say that. But yeah. Uh, you have people who people starving potentially the lower classes, and then the rich people are walking around with uh, you know uh, a little Shih Tzu with a bow in its hair when it, someone could be eating. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird to think of it that way, right? It I mean, is because I, I was thinking like it'd be like you know taking a cow and making when you know in in a, in a famine making a cow you're naming it Bessie and I don't know yeah. turning yeah. into your pet. Uh, yeah, it's it's I think like. People are going to say like, oh, well, they're starving, you know, like the, they should eat the dog. Like, well, maybe if they like opened up their borders a little bit and like made trade like okay between countries, maybe they wouldn't have this problem and they would actually be able to get access to food. Yeah. Right. It's real simple. Give up your nukes yeah. and then, and then the sanctions will yeah. be gone. You could run a normal. And I mean, that's basically it. We're, we're in a sense, we're sort of start our po- world policies are sort of starving North Korea because they because they won't give up their nukes and they sell their nuke technology to other countries. I mean, this is obviously more complicated than we're gonna we're gonna solve here. But we're now we're getting involved in investigative journalism here. <laughs> Maybe one of these days I'll do a deep dive into North Korea. 
Uh, we'll, we'll be like the interview, the movie, the interview. We pop it over there. <laughs> the BS podcast interviews Kim Jong. <laughs> no, I'm not. I do not work for the CIA. I promise. Yeah. Uh, but you know, there's another. There's another layer of BS on on, on this Zach, which is that the regime is so crazy and stupid that it, its own people, not even the wealthy even know what the rules are that can be changed on a whim. You know, it'd be one thing if, if just do- dogs as pets were just simply never allowed, you know, forever. And then, you know, people banned items or whatever. They, they you know, some people keep a couple as pets or something. But now it was, we just, well, he changed him. Kim Jong-un changed his mind. So now you can't have a dog anymore. I mean, I, I mean, even if you're, how crappy is that? How BS is that, that you don't even have any established laws or rules? Yeah, you can change it on a whim. That's yeah. that's major bullshit, right? You know, your whole they could change your entire way of life or your entire family in an instant, and like you can't say shit about it. Like that's that sucks. Yeah, it does. And how can you you can't have you can't have a normal society like that? No, no. There's, there is an interesting uh, yeah. There's, there's back to this uh, this newspaper from the uh, uh, the South Korean newspaper. It says some are. There is some hope. Not all of them, Zach, will be on the dinner table. Apparently, some may end up in the state-run zoo, but uh, some of them will will end up being eaten. That sounds like a boring ass zoo, though. Like, just go there to look at a bunch of dogs. Like, yeah, you know, you can see that at the park. Well, I mean, I guess in North Korea, you can't see it at the park anymore. So, <laughs> know. you know, but still. Yeah, what's what's so great about a dog in a zoo? <laughs> it's, it's a great right? point. Because if they are food, then you know you don't put livestock in a zoo. You don't you don't have like a cow exhibit. I don't think. That would be boring as well. Yeah. Uh, so well, what is, the Baltimore Zoo has a section of like barn animals, like they oh, got they pigs do. and cows and like lamb and stuff that you can go pet. Well, what is is that for a? So that's like the pop- kitty. That's like the kitty section of the zoo, though. Okay. You know what I mean? That's like where the petting zoo is, and it's like, oh hey, look at that pig. That's about it. You know. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, goats. I guess goats. So goats qualify, but that's yeah more for petting and you know, strange yeah. little animals. Goats. <laughs> I know. Have you ever ate goat? I have. Man, I yeah, don't, it's, I, it's 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 not bad. I like I like it. No, I like. You don't it like it. I like lamb. I like it all. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I like lamb. I I think there was like one time when um, like have you ever been to like an Indian food restaurant? You know, at like a lunchtime, they you usually do a buffet at lunchtime. Okay, I've never been. I've only, I've been to an Indian restaurant once and wasn't crazy about it. But I I feel like I need to try maybe find a better one. Yeah, tell me about tell me all about so it. So like. I, I love Indian food and like um, there's like a good Indian uh, food restaurant right next to our offices in Baltimore. And, you know, during lunchtime, if you want to go for lunch, usually most Indian restaurants do a buffet during lunchtime. Okay. So you don't just order an entree and go, you know, you sit down, you have a buffet and like, because it's usually all you can eat. Sometimes they usually don't have lamb and I really wanted lamb and all they have is goats. I'm like, well, I'll just try it and see what it's like. I loved it, man. It was good. That's decent. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's, a, it's got a little more flavor, but there's nothing wrong yeah, with that. It's all about the sauce, man. They put it in. Uh, what, what's, your favorite, what's your favorite sauce? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, vindaloo. Or, I think I usually get like lamb vindaloo. Uh, so Tikka masala is usually like the, the, the uh, Americanized, you know. Okay. Like that's what all the like. My wife made some. I feel like food. every white person I talk to and you're like, you know, do you like any of you? They're like, oh, I love chicken tikka masala. That's like, you know. That's, it's that's like the a, orange chicken of like Indian food, you know. Right, what I mean? right, like, yeah, yeah. Or that's like a general. Story. It's like the general toes, I guess. Toes or whatever. <laughs> general toes. General toe. <laughs> yeah. Why, why do they gotta spell it like that? Um, <laughs> so 
So no, so uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. I'll have to. I'll have to get some uh, get some Indian food, and uh, maybe I'll try the goat with the with the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So North Korea sucks. Um, I, I'm ready to give a. I'm ready to give a rating here. All right. Because I'm. Oh, you know, we're both. You know, actually behind me. Oh wow, I'm terrible with the. But right, right over my. <laughs> <laughs> right over that, right there, just above my finger, is a, is a picture of my my beautiful dog. Oh, I know you've sweet. got you've got uh, her name is Aria, and you've got uh, Mr. Watson, right? Yeah, Mr. Watson, he's a dick. <laughs> well, he's letting he's letting you uh, he's letting you do your show in peace, though. So that's, that's he is. Work. Yeah, he usually keeps quiet. He usually goes down and bothers my wife. There you go. Uh, I'm going. Uh, sorry, here I'm going seven on this score. What do you got? Well, you already mm, have it down, right? Yeah, I know, but I don't want to tie. Oh, no. Because I was going to go nine, and I don't want to tie the first one. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think <laughs> of which one's going to be more BS here. You know what? I'll go, uh, I'll go um, eight. Eight, okay. Uh, yeah, so my rationale here is it is, it is high level. I think I need a new marker soon. Uh, it, it is high level BS, but, um, you know, it's another country and they do, you know, there's, I guess there's worse stuff going on in North Korea than what they do to dogs. Uh, so. Yeah. You know, we, it's like, I think there's this like weird humanity in Americans where like we feel so bad for, for dogs, yeah. but we don't show the same kind of like humanity for like humans. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. You know uh, what that, I mean? That, that you, a- you see the people online, like remember when all the, all the, all the Syrian refugee stuff was going on where, uh, you know, there was those pictures coming up of like children that had like drowned and like why you know, people were going around saying like, why can't you let these Syrian children or whatever into the United States, you know, half of America, like wouldn't bat an eye at it. They were like, you know, whatever. And, but then if you see a starving dog on the street, it's like, oh my God, we got to do whatever we can to help this starving dog. That's, that's such a great point. We care much more about the, yeah. But why, why, why aren't we outraged about the people in North Korea, Zach? We're more outraged. Yeah. Yeah. We're, 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 there's people in North Korea that are, that are, that are malnourished and starving to death. And we're worried about them taking their dogs away. Yeah. We're more, we're more worried about the meal than the person who needs that yeah. meal desperately because they're malnourished. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess uh, called BS on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's hit story number three. This one comes from the Mirror UK. Uh, Aldi shopper says Jesus appeared on potato, and even her unusually skeptical husband agrees. Uh, this, uh, <laughs> and mom, now we're going to throw up this picture uh, that clearly looks like Jesus. There's two pictures here. A mom's convinced that the image of Jesus appeared to her on the supermarket potato, so she took a photo before promptly eating it. Um, you think you'd want to save it? Maybe set up a, a booth so people can yeah. pay some cash to come see it. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, that's the best quote from the whole article. Is just I've eaten it now. That that's the only <laughs> quote from the article. It, it kills me. If that was really Jesus, you would not have eaten that potato. Well, yeah, exactly. Right, you would have uh, gotten some money on that. Unless you thought, unless like you thought you ate it, and the Holy Spirit would have filled you up, like the uh, yeah. New Guinea tribe we talked about last week. You know, eating the mission uh, Christian missionaries. Yeah, and uh, and and uh, Michael Rockefeller. Yeah, yeah. So he gave, he imbued his. Well, yeah, they ate him. They ate the. I don't know. They ate Christ. I don't know what they did there. So, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, Jesus on a potato skin. That this could give you a life saving. Oh man. Uh, it, it, yeah, it reminds me of the episode. I don't know if you watch. It's always sunny, but it, yeah. it reminds me of the episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where the uh, gang found the water stain in the bathroom of their uh, <laughs> bar. That was the water stain of the Virgin Mary, and they started s- selling money to people to uh, 
come and pay money to look at it. I had, that's exactly what I had in mind. Uh, says the woman here, a 44-year-old, 44-year-old from Dundee immediately called her husband over to confirm uh, over to confirm her find. And even though he's, quote, usually really skeptical about these sort of things, unquote, he couldn't deny the resemblance. And, uh, and there we go. So I was staring at it. It was quite obvious it was Jesus's face. It was just looking at me. I mean, I've seen stories uh, before about people finding Jesus in their food, but I never can actually see it. This one was obviously him. Uh, and then uh, he, he, got, he got excited and then she quickly ate the potato. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it. I, I, maybe I need to start looking at my produce more because like I would, have, I would not have seen that. Now, you know no, what I mean? Course, well, like you, if, you, if she would have took a pen and drew on the potato and like outlined it, maybe you could see some kind of resemblance. I don't know. But just looking at that picture, I, I can't see it. I, I don't, I, I don't. I, no, I don't. I mean, I could say it's a face. Maybe it's just a man. Why does it have to be cheesy? Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, I guess maybe Jesus, Jesus was the most powerful man ever. So they think he would be the only one to have powers of getting his face onto a, a piece of produce. I don't know. Why would, why would they do that? I mean, or why, why would God or Jesus or, or, or any, any deity, any powerful creature put, stamp their face on food? Maybe just to fuck with people. Well, well, what is the method here? Oh, maybe Jesus is up there like just like, I'm going to mess with these people and put my face on like just some just, random piece of produce. <laughs> maybe that's the test maybe that's like the test to get into heaven maybe like every maybe like his face is stamped into every piece of produce and like the people that that notice it are the ones that are actually truly in touch with god maybe oh well i guess uh you and i've got a long way to go (laughs) i've never i know i'm gonna start inspecting my produce more (laughs) we're screwed yeah uh why well here's here's another question why is this a news story (laughs) yeah yeah right are people so famous for attention, you know, that, that are, are so, yeah. So like, um, so addicted to getting famous, you know, so desperate for attention. Right. Yeah, you know, I is, think that's where the BS is for me. Yeah, I agree. This is a absolute, this is just attention seeking. And of course, uh, you know, amplified by the media. Uh, this, 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 I, I find all of this, uh, you know, I don't want to, uh, we've already probably offended people, but <laughs> I don't, I'm just going to say plainly that the, it, all of it is fake. It's not, none of it is real. There is no, uh, there is no Virgin Mary. There is no Jesus. There is no God that, 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 that will have their actual somehow likeness put on by the Holy Spirit on some object. I think all of that, all claims of that are BS. What do you make of that? Not ready to go there. Yeah. Well, hey, look, I, I, I'm not saying it's not possible, but I don't think, you know, I, I don't see what the point of Jesus putting his face on a potato, right? I, I, I think people are reaching. I mean, is it, could it be boredom? I'm just out there in heaven. Maybe I just, just screw with people. Yeah, that's what I think. Maybe he's just, God's just up there messing with people, right? See, I don't, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem likely to me. Yeah, uh, well, right, so- I, I think that God has a lot more shit to worry about than putting uh, <laughs> Jesus's face on a potato. <laughs> uh, absolute nonsense. Absolute BS. Uh, leave it alone. I mean, this is just, you know, I guess, I mean, I can sort of, I can see a face, you know, I would have you seen like in a cloud. Is he, well, the cloud would be more reasonable than a potato. I don't know. It's, it's absolute BS. <laughs> uh, do you want me to give a rating? Yeah. All right. So a Jesus potato, 
I mean, it's BS, but it's just, it's almost, it's almost too stupid to get mad about. So I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a, this is, this is kind of lower BS, even though I, I think it's nonsense. So I'm going to go f- uh, four, just to, three. just to, just to mess with it. What'd yeah. you got? I got three. Oh, you got three? Okay. I didn't hear yeah. that. All right. So that, that's seven. So that one's definitely good. Well, I wouldn't say definitely, but that one's looking like a fifth placer. Uh, and so currently... Currently in the lead is the uh, face mask mandate uh, followed by Kim Jong-un dogs and uh, the Jesus potato. Jesus spud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hit story number four, Zach. Uh, this, the, the issue of, of pop-up or underground gyms uh, that, are, that have been popping up around the country because most places, um, and I think even where I am still, I'm sure probably where you are, most places around the country is that gyms are closed. Yeah. Uh, you, can't, you can't go work out if you want to uh, because of uh, so yeah. social distancing. I so, mean, yeah, in Maryland, they started to open. They started to open in Maryland. And at one point, they said originally it was you have to wear your mask everywhere but when you're actually on a machine working out, right? So you have to wear it walking between machines. And then some gyms changed it and they said, okay, now you need to wear a mask the entire time. Yeah. You know, How I mean? am I gonna and I think, I think what started to happen was people were like, I'm not wearing a mask while I'm running on a, a fucking treadmill. Right. That, that sounds miserable. So then people probably stopped coming and canceling their memberships. And now gyms are closing up again because you know. what's a what's a what's a worse health hazard? Uh, uh, Obesity while running or <laughs> getting COVID in the gym. Yeah. So we got a balance between like obesity, people not going to work on going to the gym, catching COVID in the gym, or like you said, you know, uh, suffocating to death while in the gym, right? We got to, we got to pick one of those three things. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, this story from, uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing here. Uh, this comes from uh, uh, NPR Planet Money. Uh, the, the title of the story is Secret Gyms and the Economics of Prohibition. And it tells the story of how uh, this, this woman, Evelyn, un, un, uncovered what can only be described as a speakeasy gym. You know, illegal hush-hush like the underground bars are in the Prohibition area. Uh, these underground gyms are popping up everywhere from L.A. to New Jersey. Uh, it says, quote, there's a quote here from uh, someone on Reddit saying, anybody? Uh, oh, so, so basically people are, are, there, people are, are organizing basically pop-up gyms, speakeasy gyms uh, for people to go do this uh, underground, um, which is interesting to me because uh, it does go to show, and maybe this, this might even tie back a little bit to Kim Jong-un, which is prohibition, you know, the extent to which um, uh, people do things yeah. that, that you can't quite People want to go work out, uh, yeah. they, they, and and you can't really stop it. They're going. People are going to find a way. This is almost like with drugs or whatever. Yeah. Uh, not that the two are the same, but this idea of prohibition and the difficulty of it in the area era of COVID, Zach. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, going to the gym is a lot better than doing heroin. But you know, um, uh, I think the bullshit lies in gyms even being closed because you can easily. I, I think you could easily social distance in a gym. You could close close every other machine. Right. So that way there's at least probably 10 feet in between, you know, you because machines are already probably like five feet apart. Right. Close every other machine. Right. Close the free weight section. So anywhere people are in close quarters, maybe you could put like a hand sanitizer station on each machine. You know what I mean? There, there's ways you can definitely do it. So it's like it, it's just with everything else in the country. Adhere to the rules and don't be an asshole. Yeah. Right. You know, what I mean, like in that same article, they, they talked to another girl, Christina. And she said, Christina's a paralegal. She went to her gym, which remained open against orders. She said she went in and there was double the amount of people in there as it normally is when they're open. 
She says, and they're grunting and using all of the equipment, taking selfies in the mirror, flexing their triceps. It's bizarre. None of them were social distancing, wearing masks, or even sanitizing the equipment. You know what I mean? So it's like that kind of shit is going to ruin it for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Let us put it out. Typical gym bros. Well, you know, and she seemed to be intimidated uh, and, and then uh, not, not happy with their, with their behavior. Because the people – yeah, I mean, I think there was a story. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was New Jersey, uh, a gym owner who refused to shut down. Uh, I believe he was arrested, uh, basically, and I think maybe arrested multiple times because he refused to, to close down his gym and kept it open. Uh, and, I, and I agree with you. I think there, there is a way – uh, there is a way to do this responsibly because what you end up with is, uh, well, of course, there's cases like this where they, they don't follow any rules, but you end up with uh, the, these pop-up speakeasy gyms where chances are no one's wearing a mask. You know, they're not, uh, you know, no distancing or anything like that. The best chance is to do things maybe like what you suggested with uh, distancing, maybe limited capacity, and uh, maybe having someone there, like a dedicated person to clean things down when someone moves. Um, this could definitely be handled. And I, I think you end up with something worse uh, which is, I think, what, what often sometimes happen with, with, with prohibiting things is, uh, is people getting around it and then, and then not, you know, making it more of a danger than what, what the whole point of, uh, of shutting these things down is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It says here, uh, one of the unintended consequences of prohibition are, high, are higher prices with less competition and higher risks in black markets. <laughs> the, black, <laughs> the black market of gyms. Yeah, uh, every... Everyone with a shed is going to start a gym <laughs> soon. You're going to be like, uh, you know, waiting for the bus on a street corner. And someone's going to come up with you like, hey, man, you, you want to go to you wanna yeah. work out? We got we got a weight bench in the alley by the corner. Five I got bucks. free weights. Yeah. <laughs> I got a Nautilus. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, so it, is, it has only been uh, six hours. I don't work out. I'm one of the laziest people you'll ever meet. Uh, I don't think I've ever set foot in a gym. Uh, so this hasn't, this hasn't bothered me one bit. Uh, do you like to do any uh, working out or exercise? Yeah, so um, I, me and my wife actually sold our gym membership or canceled it before the beginning, in like January, because we got a Peloton. I was one of the assholes that bought my wife a Peloton for Christmas, <laughs> but that's what she wanted. So, you know, that's like, it's okay. Um, yeah, you should do a reaction video. And a, I should have, I did not, but I should have. Um, so yeah, I use, my wife uses the Peloton more than me. I use it a couple times a week. What do you think of that thing? I mean, I, that, that, uh, Peloton was, was, or at least was, I haven't seen much, but it was heavily advertised there for, for yeah. quite a while. Um, is it, uh, what, what's the experience like? I wonder if they're not advertising because they can't fulfill orders. Oh, you know maybe, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think they can now. I shouldn't say that. I don't know that for sure. But it seems I know I can remember hearing about stories about people ordering one when like the pandemic happened and gyms closed yeah. and like taking months and months and months, you know, to get it, you know, where I ordered mine and got it in like two weeks. But this was in early January. So, um, well, I would imagine I, the yeah, the demand has been increasing. Yeah. I mean, I love it. It's, it's nice, yeah. you know. Do you get someone nice. like screaming at you and all that? Or you yeah, just- you're in a full class. And some of these instructors are hilarious. Man, right. I, I always go on this guy Cody Rigsby, and he, his class is so funny and entertaining. Are they uh, are they like live or? Yeah, they, they're live. They so they they do them live, and then if you don't if you don't do a live one, you can do a live one, but um, everything's like pre everything that's live gets recorded, so you can go back and do it. Gotcha. You know later. Uh, what about uh, uh, like landscapes and that experience? Is that they got that too? Is it cool? they got like scenic rides? Is what they call it. So you can just sit there and pedal for do. You can pedal as hard or as little as you want, and it's just a screen of you driving through the Swiss Alps or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, 
see, see that to me, that's interesting. I, I don't know how, is it immersive at, at all or? It's, it's not really immersive. I would like to, I don't know how they would do this technological technologically, but like, I would like to see it where if like you're pedaling, you know, the video stops, you know, if you start pedaling, the video starts yeah, yeah. moving again. I would like to see it like that. It's not, you can, you can just be sitting there still and the video is still going. Oh, right. Oh, so it's, it's literally like they put a camera on a bike and right. just rode and then you're just watching what the video so, is. Uh, I see. So not only is it not immersive, it's not even interactive. No, it's okay. just a video of, of, <laughs> of a, of a scenic ride and you're pedaling to it. That's it. But it is intriguing because I think in the future, I think that's where we're going to be. Uh, we'll be in a room like the, like the holodeck or something from Star yeah. Trek um, in a virtual reality room. I mean, it, yeah. that might get me off my ass in exercise. If you can, you know, if you can do like, you know, a ride in, in the Alps, like you said, or whatever, yeah. uh, that, that could be kind of fun. Yeah, sorry. I, I I like doing the classes better. I like having the instructors, like you said, sitting there yelling at you. you know, it, it, kind of, it brings back like memories of like football practice growing up and like things like that. You know, that's hilarious. Uh, so I didn't have any more on that, but this one was this was an interesting story. Uh, that uh, you know, black market of of uh, <laughs> of working out. That, that was yeah. interesting. One of many things we didn't expect to find uh, during this during this pandemic. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm going five. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a seven. Um, just because it's just so weird. So. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to twelve. So that one's in third place. Uh, yeah, seven plus five is twelve. And uh, so let's move on to our. Not only can you do you have to be able to 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 run a show, you have to do a simple arithmetic to do this. Yeah. Not everyone. <laughs> not everyone is capable. <laughs> All right, let's close, close this show out with our final story. This one comes from Vice. Uh, COVID-19 lockdowns have led to a huge spike in sex doll sales, Zach. Uh, some sex doll companies have doubled sales since coronavirus lockdowns came into effect, with many dolls going to married couples. Uh, we've got a nice picture here. It's not, uh, there's no nudity here. Um, but maybe we should throw up a couple of these pictures of what these things look like. Uh, and here we go. It says, in many ways, the advent of the global pandemic has been a stroke of luck for the sextile industry. With most of the world under strict government instruction to self-isolate and the privacy of one's own home, uh, consumer interest in hyper-realistic silicone-based sexual partners is at an all-time high. And it's not just lonely signals or singles who are contributing to the boom in business. Zach, it's not said here in the article, but whether or not uh, you have to wear a face mask when you're with the sextile, if the sextile comes with a face mask uh, and what proper etiquette is. Well, well, I would hope it does come with a face mask, Dave. <laughs> the, the, the face mask, Saint mask or God mask. Or, yeah. See, maybe. All right, let's go back a sec. So maybe instead of Jesus in a toast, you'll get like the face mask in a toast. And yeah. That, that's what we'll be in 20 years. Um, so anyways. <laughs> this, this, this whole article is low-level BS. Like, you know, I mean, <laughs> what you do in your own bedroom is none of my business. But... I do have some questions because there's so much shit in this article that is just crazy. Like um, you, you kind of mentioned it before, but there was that one quote that was like, in this new trend, we've got a husband buying a female doll alongside his wife for him, a husband and wife buying dolls together, one for each other. And also a general increase in women buying male dolls for themselves. See, I'm not so buying like, this. So like at what point, like where do you draw the line for like <laughs> cheating on your spouse? You know what I mean? Just because it, it, uh, has a pulse doesn't automatically be cheating because some of these things look really, really realistic. And like there was another point in the article that was like, um, it said something about custom made heads 
are becoming big. So like, hey, honey, I don't want you. I want to go bang my custom made woman. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you have a, a crush on another woman, you can literally put her head on like a body that you want to like, you know, fuck. Yeah. And it, so the, it's it, like, what's the, next? Are we do, are, are like sex androids and like pleasure robots like going to be a thing in the future? Uh, right. Yeah, I think that's where we're headed, actually. And in fact, if you ever saw the movie, um, uh, I'm sorry, Steven Spielberg, uh, AI, artificial intelligence, I believe it was the Drew Law character who was essentially a, uh, a robot gigolo. Um, yeah. Uh, so I do think we're headed there. And, you know, not only head, Zach, you, there's uh, some requests uh, for a doll without any genitals, uh, a doll without a, yeah. a, a, a doll with a tail, and uh, one of my personal favorites, a doll with three breasts. Um, um, I mean, uh, the three breasts makes more sense than a doll without genitals. Like, what's the even point of having a doll without Ken genitals? <laughs> yeah, what, what, what's the point of that, right? That's the whole reason you're buying it, so you can have sex with it. Now, I don't – I just don't really – buy this article i don't i mean I, this real uh, first of all i don't think um i don't think married couples are buying these dolls very i mean there might be a couple but this isn't this sort of the article uh, it this reads more like an advertisement yeah <laughs> than reporting yeah, the whole thing does <laughs> and i i feel like we're just this is this is an example of just throwing bullshit at us that we're supposed we're led to believe something's happening something led to believe that there's some real trend going on where in yeah. fact it's just mostly just deviance uh, yeah maybe that's- how, exactly how much of a cut advice get for uh saying to go buy a fuck doll and <laughs> no there was one quote in the article let me see if i can find it um yeah it says online sex store southern treasures says, we believe that those who are single or live by themselves want a human-like construct to just be near in these times. Despite okay. skepticism, we've found from talking directly to our own customers that our dolls do actually provide emotional comfort as well as sexual expression. Oh, so, God, God help us all. Like, it's a nice sentiment, but like, I think maybe are we like getting into a culture now where it's like going to be okay for people to be content with forming a relationship with like inanimate objects like that used to be considered like, you know, odd behavior, right? You shouldn't, you shouldn't have relationship with odd sentiment. That would, that would be something that would be on like uh, my strange addiction. I don't know if you remember that show where it's like, yeah, yeah. there were, there was an episode of that show actually where there was a guy addicted that was in love and had relationships with, with uh, inflatable pool toys. You know what I mean? Like he had an, of an inflatable like drag, floaty dragon that he was like kissing. I think I and, saw like, that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? All kinds of shit like that. Like, like maybe like as a as a society we need to focus le- less on making like hyper realistic fuckable objects <laughs> and like start focusing on like fixing a society that focus- focuses so much on like um, materialism and like uh, solely basing their uh, relationship on sex appeal and things like that. You know what I mean? I do 100%. So, fantastic point and, right uh, it's just getting it's getting weird like you know you know are, are we like so afraid of finding true love that we'd rather spend like thousands of dollars on a on a on a fucking sex toy you know what i mean it's 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 getting crazy man yeah i mean it's not just covid right it's a it's a, it's a something that's more sick <laughs> i mean did you ever see the movie her yeah 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 right i understand that more than i understand having a fuckable sex doll yeah, because that's that's men- some, something that's very smart, and it's a mental connection. Yeah, it felt like you were actually talking to a real person. Right. Not just like... Some inanimate piece of silicone. Uh, yeah, that you're just like, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Do you like to sit down, have dinner with it, you know, and then treat it nice before you, you know, take it to the bedroom? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that you need to go to do... Yeah, you're going to sit down and watch... Uh, 
watch TV show with it sitting on the couch. Oh, do, do, the, do the classic, do the classic move where you're like, yeah, put your arm around, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, do you talk to it? I mean, this yeah. is, you need, so not only do we need to, uh, figure out something for gyms. I think we need to find a way to fund mental hospitals so uh, we can put <laughs> these people where they belong. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. This was a great fight. I'm, I'm glad I, I had totally, uh, I'm glad you found this one, Zach. This is a, this was a, this is a great one. Uh, it reminds me actually in the sidebar here, there's a story I think we covered before, uh, which is a South Korean fo- uh, soccer team when they, cause they did the whole things without fans in the stands where they packed the stands with sex dolls. <laughs> Remember this? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that, that that's a little bit a little bit of humor there. So I think I don't know maybe the, the there is a role for them in society at least maybe as fans, uh, not with couples and uh, as a as a legit companion. It's very 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 weird. I just I, I just I don't I don't see the appeal. I, I don't get no. it. And I don't yeah. think they're cheap either. I think they're like thousands. They're not. Of dollars. Yeah, they're expensive. I mean, maybe could you just get like like waist down? Maybe that would be cheaper. Like who knows. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely could be uh so the, this is this is a society-wide bs problem and also uh as we mentioned earlier I, I don't like the tone of the article because it reads like promotion and advertisement of uh very strange strange things yeah. and i'm not, just not a fan of that uh we got enough we got enough bullshit in the world that we're gonna yeah. worry about sex styles now <laughs> so i'm gonna give this thing an eight what do you got eight yeah damn well, i was gonna go two really i think this is high level well you think it's high level, level? I'm mad at, all right, you know, actually, I'm, I'm going to knock this down to a seven, but I think this is right there with Jim's because I don't like, I don't like Vice for writing this article. And then, I'll, okay. and then you, and then your little rant there kind of got me, got me, got me mad. So you got me pissed off at the world. Yeah. You know, like this whole society is about to break apart. So you, oh yeah, man, yeah. this is the furthest we've been apart, I think on a, on a, on a, on a rating. Yeah. I'm going to too. All right, too. That's fine. Uh, so nine. So uh, so counting down the top five BS items uh, uh, here on this episode, we've got the number five, Jesus Potato. Number four, Sex Dolls, Jim's uh, at number three, and uh, North Korean Dogs at number two, and uh, number one, uh, Face Mask, uh, the requirement of Wisconsin uh, Department of Natural Resources to require all employees uh, to wear face mask while on Zoom calls, and then in uh, Illinois mandating you wear them outside and just the general the cult of the face mask the face mask worshiping uh is just ridiculous so as i said when we get out of here i'm gonna i'm gonna bow down to the mask um, as you should david as i should <laughs> and hope and hope one day it will appear on my piece of toast <laughs> well that's all we've got for today uh, zach do you have any uh do you have any final thoughts before we get out of here uh before before that i want to just encourage everyone to subscribe to the channel if they're not already also head over to our facebook page uh, and uh, become a member of our page. And of course, uh, head on over to informedamerican.com where you can get real smart news in your inbox. Zach, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Go to informedamerican.com. Go to realhealthynews.com. Go to wallstreetwire.com. Got all your stuff for news, finance, health, whatever. And if you own a, a sex doll, just comment below and tell us why you own said sex doll, what her name is or his name is. And you know, just let us take a peek into into why you know you do what you do. Absolutely, if you are listening <laughs> and you've got a sex doll, we would love to hear from you. In fact, I would love to I would love to interview you. Maybe we sit down and have a yeah. chat. Maybe you bring this have the sex doll on the side. You guys could see how you interact in the world. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. not in the bedroom. 
Yeah. Hey, 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 no, no, no judgment. No judgment on our part. We, oh, we're just curious. curious because, you know, I don't know anyone that owns one. So, hey, why don't Do we I? see? Never, uh, yeah. Yeah. I've never seen one uh, other than in pictures. And I would maybe we're maybe we're off base here and maybe uh, maybe you're ahead of the time. So I'd love to yeah. hear from you. <laughs> I would love to do it. Like see it be a two part interview where like he's or her he or she is sitting here and the sex doll is like right next to him. Like, yeah, yeah it's uh, part of the interview. Right. So absolutely. I'm get gonna, him or her on too. We'll give him we'll send him a microphone uh <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll mic you up uh if you're actually if you're a couple we'd uh, be even more interested in how that works out uh so wow I, i'd love to know uh so that's all we've got for this show thank you all for watching so much for zach i am dave and i've had enough of this bs you've been listening to the bs podcast with dave and zach part of the informed american radio network Please like and subscribe today in order to get fresh new weekly episodes. Please send us your BS stories to info at informedamerican.com. The world is hard enough. And now we got to deal with this boss.